Welcome to the podcast, Your Time with James Sweetman. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I can't believe Christmas is upon us. It's only a few days away. Where has the year gone? Of course, with Christmas just on the horizon, that is the focus for this week's episode, whether we call it a mindful Christmas or making the most of Christmas or even ways to de-stress in the run up to Christmas. That's the focus of this week. So I would like to say that I'm here recording this podcast in my Christmas jumper, but I'm not. I'm just here in my office and um, uh, thinking of all the things that I have to do around Christmas. Um, not the most organised this year, which is not like me. Um, I'm going to have to sit down and do some lists. But what do I want to do with this week's episode? Well, I want to share with you maybe a few reflections around Christmas to start with and a few ways of perhaps adjusting our mindset so we can take some of the pressure off ourselves whilst at the same time making the most of what is some downtime and some reflection time uh, at the close of the year. Um, I want to start off by, of course, thanking you for tuning in. I can't believe this is episode number 37. When I started this podcast back in May, the weather was warmer and brighter. Uh, and 37 episodes later, here we are. And of course, this is the last one of 2019, um, uh, the, the very first episode for uh, the new year for 2020 uh, will be out on Wednesday, the 1st of January. And of course, then we'll have shifted into uh, new year, new you, new resolutions, all of those themes for a few weeks. Uh, I also want to remind you that my flagship workshop, SOAR, is taking place uh, and I think about 40 odd days time now in the Westbury Hotel on the 30th of January. That's a Thursday in the evening time. As I mentioned before, it's our it's the 10th consecutive um, edition of SOAR. So we're having little glasses of bubbly on arrival. Tickets have been selling fast. The early bird tickets are only available for another day or two uh, and they are 55 euro plus fees and available through Eventbrite. But back to today, the focus is on Christmas and maybe having a slightly more mindful Christmas. Um, and I want to take you through some, some observations when I think of Christmas. I'm sure you'll agree with me that at Christmas time, everything seems to be amplified. The stress can be amplified. And there's no doubt that Christmas and the run up to it can be stressful for people if we let it. And of course, at Christmas time as well, the emotions are heightened. Um, for some people, that's a sense of loss or grief or bereavement or feelings of loneliness. I know within my own family, we had a bereavement last Christmas where a, a close uncle of ours who had been unwell for a while uh, died on Christmas Day. And of course, that made Christmas a very different experience last year. But looking back on it, one of the perhaps the silver linings within that was I did get to spend more time with family and extended family. Uh, as a result of my uncle passing, because there was the funeral and there was get togethers and visit the houses, etc. And it's reminded me that really Christmas is about spending quality time with loved ones when we can and maybe taking some time out to reflect and to be grateful and also you know, to resource ourselves at the close of the year. I always think at Christmas time, it helps if you're a good organiser. And I generally am. But this year, there's been so much going on that I suppose I am not as prepared or as organised for Christmas as I normally would be. 
I operate from the mantra that if it's not on a list, it doesn't exist. And I think I have to start with a few more lists around Christmas uh, this week. I know a few years ago we had some renovation work done to the house and that ran on a little bit later than normal. And the, the opportunity for preparing and cleaning the house even for Christmas was quite narrow. Uh, but somehow you manage to get it done and you get through it. When I think of organisational skills, I always think of the quote by Robin Sharma, uh, the, the Canadian uh, speaker and author. He wrote those books, the, the Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, and I think his latest one is called The 5am Club. But he has a great quote that says, let organisation and planning be your springboard and let fun and spontaneity be your splash. And I do like a little bit of planning and organising in the run up to Christmas because then I sort of feel it gives me permission to to sort of sit back and relax, knowing that I've sent the cards, I've I've gotten the gifts, I've planned the food, etc., etc. I've arranged the visits. So as I say, for me, if it's not on a list, it doesn't exist. And what I find year on year, and this might sound a little bit, um, I don't know, obsessive on my part, um, but I, I do have a file of a Word document in which I keep uh, friends and colleagues um, addresses because I, I do like to send Christmas cards. I know that's probably becoming a sort of a dying art now, but I do like the whole ritual around Christmas of giving and receiving Christmas cards. And um, I keep a note of people's addresses, so I'm not going looking for them in the run up to Christmas. That makes life a little easier. And then I do also have a list of the uh, people I want to get something for, a little gift. Um, and then maybe the people I just want to reach out to and wish them um, uh, you know, best wishes for the Christmas season and for the new year. One of the refrains you'll have heard me say on many podcasts is we're human beings, we're not human doings. And that's something I always need to remind myself of at this time of the year. You know, how can I be more? You know, what are some of the qualities, the emotions, the characteristics that I want to lean into at this time of the year? And maybe can I get away with doing a little less and uh, knowing that good enough is good enough? It's, it's interesting if we use the term mindfulness at this time of the year around Christmas, because mindfulness is about being present, you know, which is a nice use of the word at this time of the year. Uh, mindfulness can be a real gift to ourselves. Uh, it's also useful to recognise what we do well every day. Um, I was listening to an ad recently on the radio, I think it was. I think it was for a brand of tea. And um, it was using nostalgia, which is... I think heightened at Christmas time, nostalgia of receiving a train set from Santa, you know, as a child, which I did, you know, it had the sounds and the, the, the feel of that in the ad. And of course, it was associated with having a cup of tea as well, whatever the, the brand was. And um, uh, I often think at Christmas time, we do play nostalgia, the old traditions, uh, you know, how, how Christmas was when we were younger, how there always seemed to be that Christmas spirit or excitement when we were younger. And then, of course, sometimes our, we'll drift into the future as well. You know, will this be the last Christmas with a loved one? You know, what would be different next year? That relative is unwell. Would this be their final Christmas? I think it's natural and it's human to do that. And sometimes we have to put a little bit more effort into uh, being grateful and being stay uh, and to stay in the present moment. So what I want to do for the rest of this podcast is share a few more 
insights with you, a few little handrails for how we can maybe make Christmas a little bit more personal to us, but also um, step into that Christmas spirit, as it were, which often seems very elusive, particularly as we get a little bit a little bit more mature. Sometimes I'm asked the question, you know, well, James, are you in the Christmas spirit or are you feeling Christmassy? And it's interesting to reflect on that because maybe we have to consider, well, what does Christmas mean to us? You know, what is the, the true holiday spirit? I often think you cannot make Christmas meaningful until you decide what you want Christmas to mean to you. What are your priorities over the Christmas period? Um, what's important to you about Christmas? Um, when you are clear as to what's important to you about Christmas, well, then maybe how you spend your time over the Christmas period can be aligned with that, if that makes sense. You know, I do find that when, when, when I say, and I know others say it as well, that they don't feel Christmassy, you know, well, what would make you feel Christmassy is a useful question. For me, Christmassy is like a mindset. It has to include things like gratitude and love and reflection and wonder and joy and yes, perhaps it's easier as a as a child when you know you're getting gifts under the Christmas tree from Santa, as it were, and that sense of of wonder. Um, maybe we just have to redefine what Christmas is for ourselves as adults. That leads me into the the thinking of uh, intention and you know the whole power of intention. You know, what do you want? Uh, Christmas to be like for you? What are some of the qualities that you want to step into more purposefully? Compassionate, calmness, um, relaxed, uh, kind, forgiving. You know, if if we're looking to, to feel Christmassy or to make Christmas more meaningful to us, we have to consider what that would look like or what that would feel like. As I said earlier, Christmas is often associated with tradition and nostalgia. And many of us habitually adhere to old family traditions, sometimes in the vain hope of recreating an idealised version of the past. Uh, but maybe rather than blindly following Christmas traditions, you know, like, will we always go there or we always do that? Maybe consider what you would like to do differently this year. Of course, that doesn't mean you won't be tactful or not make plans in advance. But you could do something differently this year that perhaps more accurately reflects your own current situation or, or personal pleasures or desires. I know last year was the first year that myself and Brian were officially married. That's how I would phrase it. You know, we've been living together for 10, 11 years and we got married in June 18. And in previous years, you know, we've gone to our respective families, back to our parents and that. Um, usually for a, for a good portion of Christmas Day. But we sort of said, no, we need to start something new here. So we, were, we had Christmas in our own house, which was uh, lovely. It was still a little bit strange because the habit was doing things, you know, in, in the traditional family home. Um, but we made the conscious effort of starting a, a new tradition for us. And it doesn't need to be big. It might be just something small. But do consider what's something new that you would like to to start this year. Something that I've always been a great fan of is ensuring that I get myself a little gift at this time of the year. Now, some of that goes back 20 odd years where maybe I didn't have a significant other to receive a gift from at Christmas. So I made sure I got myself a little treat. Now, of course, we can always give ourselves the gift of mindfulness at Christmas, but why not give yourself a tangible gift as well? Um, you might wrap it up under the tree and, and open it yourself on Christmas morning. Um, in the past, you know, I've gotten, you know, for myself, maybe a, a particular book that I wanted to get or maybe a nice bottle of wine. 
Um, uh, last year it was a jacket I bought myself. Um, just something that um, you know we're, we're we're treating ourselves as our own best friends, as it were, and and acknowledging you know what we do well and how we show up throughout the year. And let's show ourselves a little bit of compassion. So it's not from a place of overindulgence or ego. It's just including ourselves on our own gift list, as it were. I somewhat humorously, but maybe not inaccurately, refer to myself as a reforming perfectionist. And one of the mantras that I have to repeat every so often is good enough is good enough. And that's also relevant at this time of year. You know, if we think about the theory of Christmas or that image of Christmas that's often portrayed to us, you know, it's the perfect family with shining faces sitting around an open fire in woolly jumpers. You can even see the Clydesdale horse trotting by the window. Whereas for many people, the the reality is traffic jams around shopping centres, maybe hangovers, trying to keep the peace, hoping someone else doesn't drink too much, borrowing money, putting hours in in the kitchen, you know, putting on a brave face to mark loneliness or sadness. Um, and, and all of that, as I say, is heightened at this time of the year. And of course, stress arises when we try to be perfect or to control situations or people that are outside of our control. So one of the questions to reflect on can be, you know, how could you reduce the effort that you put into Christmas this year? You know, how could you enjoy more the process of preparing for Christmas and uh, based around what would work best for you and again it's not about being selfish it's just about being a little bit more self-compassionate and not putting stress and emphasis in trying to control things that we cannot control perhaps it is fitting that the the last area to reflect upon in this week's podcast and and in the last podcast of the year is around the whole concept of gratitude and abundance now for those of you who are fans of my podcast and tune in every week you remember that there was a whole episode on gratitude back in november to coincide with the thanksgiving holiday for me of course christmas is a time to express gratitude be it in the giving of gifts or cards or just giving ourselves through acts of kindness or generosity or volunteering our time. Um, and if we're looking to connect with that Christmassy spirit, as it were, I often think gratitude is the, is the door into that. You know, so what am I really grateful for at this time of the year? Maybe even go so far as capturing your thoughts on that. So it's not just a mental list, but you're doing a physical list. For me, gratitude is route one to just feeling better. As I said in that earlier podcast, it's also the the antibiotic when it comes to heavy emotions like worry and nervousness and stress and despair. You know, gratitude doesn't mix with them. And if we can reach for a better thought, reach for something to be grateful for in the moment, even if it's something very small, you know, that sort of, how would I say it? It, it, it sort of relieves the, the heaviness on our heart. Uh, so just something to consider uh, as well, particularly at this time of the year. I have one or two nice quotes to share with you, but one or two observations, final observations around Christmas. I believe that in all circumstances, our external reality, how we view the world around us, is really a reflection of what's going on on the inside. So applying that to Christmas, you know, stressed people will find Christmas stressful. Joyful people will find Christmas joyful. Angry people will find something to be angry about and so on. That brings us back into, you know, identifying the qualities that you want to connect with more purposefully at this time of the year and gratitude being the main route to do that. Of course, I was speaking earlier about the, the Christmassy spirit or making Christmas meaningful. 
deep down, I often think the qualities that we are looking for in Christmas are really qualities that we're seeking to connect with more purposely ourselves on the inside. Uh, with that in mind, there was two great quotes I came across recently. Um, one by an American clergyman, I think, um, by the name of Roy Smith, who says, he who has not Christmas in his heart will never find it under a tree. I think that's very apt. And then there was one going back to Charles. Charles Dickens, a writer often associated with Christmas, a Christmas carol and all of that. He said, I will honour Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. Isn't that a lovely way to, to close? So all that's left for me to do is to wish you and your family and loved ones a very happy Christmas. Thank you for tuning in, and particularly if you've tuned in for the, the whole range of episodes that I have produced uh, this year. Um, I'm looking forward to some downtime myself over Christmas and then to get resourced, you know, to start 2020, having refueled and rested and and enjoyed Christmas as well. So thanks again. And until um, the, uh, the next episode, which will be on the 1st of January. Take care and happy Christmas.